Hello, besties. Happy, happy Friday. We have so much to talk about about this week. Uh, Bravo News. So I decided to invite my really, really good friend, Andy, from The Real Andy of Beverly Hills. But before I bring him on stage, I want to share something with you because I I just love how every um, all route leads to Bravo. My dog decided to run out of my house. We live in a place where we have two acres of land. So there is a lot of woods in the back of my house. It's like pretty much an acre of pine trees. So he decided to run. He's a husky. So husky loved the snow. Uh, he jumped into a freaking lake that was frozen. It was madness. So I'm having a panic attack. And I get back inside and I decided to finish the episode of Gossip Girl. So guess who appears in the season finale of the show? Our dear daddy, Andy Cohen. And he actually did a good job. So like I always said, it's shocking how even in the moment when I was having a panic attack and trying to find some peace... Bravo find its way back into my life. This time with Andy being in one of my favorite cho- shows, Gossip Girl, who happens to be canceled now. And I'm canceling my HBO Max subscription because of this. But uh, now let's bring Andy back. Welcome back, friend. Hello, Eddie. Hi, everyone. How are you guys? How you doing? I'm I'm doing great. Finally, a little bit back to normal here in LA after the storms and all of that. But I mean, everything is pretty normal. Cold, but normal. <laughs> cold. Well, cold, for us. cold for us. Okay. So. I was going to say cold. Like we are dealing with like snowstorms, uh, uh, one digit degrees weather's over here. So I'm like, mm, I'm pretty sure your cold is my summer. Uh, but yeah no i mean we are i think we are at like 55 degrees right now and people are like freezing on the streets so (laughs) yeah no 50 degrees is just like when when i see 50s and 60s i start to get happy because i know it's gonna get warm (laughs) (laughs) so this week was a busy week uh, I guess at the Bravo offices because Jesus Christ, we got so many news, so many um, everything we happened that happened this week was insanity. Especially yesterday, it was like nonstop news. Like every hour, we got something different. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, this is the thing with Bravo. Like you spend some days where like you're like, oh my god, nothing is going on, nothing is going on. You know, you have to hit all of your sources. Like what is happening? You know, and then one day is like bam, 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 bam. You know, like pictures and seating arrangements and reunions and boom, the, everything goes at once. And you're kind of, you're like, oh my god, what am I gonna do now? I'm not joking when I say that I was driving. In the middle of nowhere last yesterday, in the afternoon, mm-hmm. when I got a notification about the um, the tag lines, the New Jersey tag lines, and I pulled on the side of the road so I can actually post it on Twitter. That's how <laughs> desperate I was to post something interesting that I decided to pull up in the side of the street. I'm pretty sure people thought I was crazy, but I needed to do it because I wanted That's to. Happened. I wanted. That's our job. That's what we do. You guys, we 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 put our life in danger just to bring you all the news. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do, you know, because you wait a little bit too long and then it's everywhere out, out there, you know. So that's the and game. Now <laughs> and now it's everywhere. So let's start with that. Let's I mentioned the taglines. Uh which one is your favorite? I mean there, there was a couple. I think, um, of course, like the Teresa tagline, like you know, <laughs> like took me to another place. I was like, you can say that she's not gonna be kidding, and she doesn't give a shit anymore. You know, she's like, whatever. I don't like you, Melissa. I'm gonna make it clear from from before the start, the season start. And I think the whole, you know, blood is, is thicker, but it's uh, harder to clean or whatever. I was like, girl. So, so much true. I have never actually think about it until she said it. Yep. And that's my favorite tagline, too. Um, it also have a little 
throwback to Gossip Girl, the original one. If I mean, if you, I mean, a lot of people point that out. Like something very similar was said on one of the episodes of Gossip Girl, the original series. And um, I just love that Teresa is activated. Like she's like, I'm not playing this game anymore. I'm not gonna give you guys the time of my life. If you guys wanna talk about me, go ahead. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna deal with you guys. Good yeah. luck. Try, yeah. try, try to find a storyline without me. Mm-hmm. I also <laughs> like uh, a little bit. I mean, the Daniel, the new Daniel tagline. I kind of like that one. That the, the, the when she says like I'm, I prefer to be bougie than be basic. Something like that. I was like, okay, okay, I see you there. Danielle, it's so Jersey that that is something that a Jersey girl will say, and I appreciate that she's bringing <laughs> pure Jersey. I don't know if you uh, if you know, but um, Danielle, uh, Jennifer, and Teresa are friends. Yeah, and if you see that their, their taglines are like so like connected in a way, like all of them are making sure that they know they're here. Mm-hmm. to like face all these people like they, they like um jennifer said like um payback is a bitch to start barking you know yeah. uh it's it all refers to like you know what we are here we are ready and we are gonna give you a show it's not gonna be basic it's gonna be jersey it's gonna be jersey yeah I, and, and i'm so so excited i don't know why i mean maybe that's the toxic in myself but like with new jersey like i always say like i just get ready you know i'm like i know that we're gonna be fighting i know that you know fans are we gonna go after each other but i it's just like that tension it's like i think it's the closest thing to a straight people watching sports is new jersey you know yes. <laughs> that's my super bowl yeah <laughs> we're waiting for the for the uh mid trend mid show thing the half the halftime show halftime yeah thing. Talking about the halftime show, are you excited for Rihanna? I am. I mean, look, I'm. It's not like I'm a fan of Rihanna, but I do know all of her songs, of course. So I'm. I'm very excited because we we need a good show. Who was last year? Uh, Mary J. Blige, Eminem, Dr. Dre, Fifty uh, yeah. Cent. I'm not. I'm not uh, Snoop Dogg. I was like. Uh, what, what? <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, I think like we we are you know like I want like a huge huge show and I and I like Rihanna you know and I think she's getting ready to come back finally so I have um, read some things here and there about her so did you did you read that news that uh, this pastor uh, died and went to hell and they were putting Rihanna's umbrella to torture other people and then he came back. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That sounds more like uh, somebody was tripping on mushroom or something yeah. and then dying. I was like, girl, you were not that wine because <laughs> you were not dead. You were just tripping on something. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I am excited. I love Rihanna. I appreciated last year's Super Bowl because I grew up listening to that music like in the 90s, in the 80s, and um, yeah. in the 2000s, I mean. So I, I, I like that. I like. I mean, the past few years, I think the Super Bowl has been uh, hitting the mark with the, the halftime. Like we had J Lo with Shakira, that was absolutely amazing, amazing you know. Yeah. So I'm excited for Rihanna. But let's go back to Bravo. Yeah. Um, another new that we got was the uh, the looks for the reunion for Potomac. What do you think about that one too? Honestly, I I was not expecting it. Like when I saw the blue was very like boom, you know, and I was not expecting it. I think it's the first time that they do blue on a reunion. Uh, I, I don't remember. I like think so. Yeah, are doing blue, so it was very like I liked it. Now, if we're gonna talk about my favorite, I have to say Candace gave me like everything. Everything. You know? Like she, I think it's feathers, right? But it was like in such a good way, you know, not like a Marilyn Marks trying to make I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Please do not show this dress to Marilyn Marks. Yeah. She probably going to yeah. steal it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I like, um, I like Ashley, but I don't like the hair. I, 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 for a moment, I thought it was Monique. Like it gave me those, you know. Oh my right? God. I said the same thing too. Like she's giving, she's giving Monique in her binder. Yeah, yeah. 
And weirdly, I don't know why, like maybe the extravagance or everything of everything, but I like Wendy's uh, dress with like the, you know, whatever. The feathers. feathers. It's like a peacock feather. It's like a peacock blue feather. I don't know. I like that one. Of course, Giselle, girl. I mean, I mean. I got I got to the point where I realized that Giselle loves fashion, but fashion hates Giselle. Yeah, because girl has tried everything, but nothing works. And I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that she looks horrible because she doesn't look bad. No, it I just mean, doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work for her. Uh, I believe if they if they remove that like 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 crystals on her chest might look better maybe maybe they, they should have done crystals on the waist and crystals on the on at the end of the the cuff of the the dress on the yeah. the sleeve that would have worked but i think all this stuff on her chest just made it look so cheap um like i said before what happened with giselle is that she's trying so hard to be a fashion girl and it's not hitting any mark none <laughs> She doesn't, I mean, I don't know if she has people giving her advice or whatever, but the thing is, I feel like she just goes to, you know, the rack and just take like whatever is in there and she doesn't even think about it. And I'm thinking like, because again, she has a good body, you know? So if she will use like, you know, a, a different kind of dress, you know, um, show a little bit more of skin, you know, I mean, maybe the whole thing until here is not good enough. I don't know. Yeah. She's she's she keeps like you said she keeps missing the the the, the mark and I, I don't get it I do not get it how she's gonna look in the mirror or people around her is not gonna say anything like girl that doesn't look good you know <laughs> so I mean even Robin who always looked like a freaking train wreck looks better than she than Giselle yeah. Yeah. Um, my favorites are definitely Candace. That's my number one. She is giving me everything that I like. She's giving body. She's giving hair. She's giving movement. She's giving you feathers. She's giving you pop star vibes. She's giving you, uh, you know, music star vibes, reality TV vibes. She is a star and that dress was made for her and it looks perfect on her. I also like Ashley. Like you said, the dress it's good. The hair was giving Monique with the binder. I was expecting her to come out with a bedazzled <laughs> binder to match her dress. Um, I like Karen. She looks great. Um, I, yeah, yeah. She, 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 like you. At least she's showing some skin. Uh, the the arm without the you know one has fabric, but the other one doesn't have any any coverage. Uh, there's mm. some skin showing and for her age she looks absolutely beautiful and i like wendy a lot i think wendy as a package she looks great her Mm. hair her makeup her dress everything worked for her she's definitely given um the only thing that i kind of like i'm kind of fighting with is the amount of um kind of like embroider uh what's it called uh kind of like the beading and stuff in her dress i think is a too much i would have pre- maybe i would have liked it better if if it was just the feathers there was uh um with the crystals and stuff and yeah. maybe just a plain fabric in the bottom so it doesn't fight um but it is beautiful she looks absolutely stunning definitely my number one is candace Candice takes the prize for the best dress for me. I'm excited to see this reunion. I hate the set, though. I hate it. I think it's horrible. <laughs> that looks like a 80s motel in Miami. What was the or, inspiration? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> who made that decision? Like, who decided to go into somebody's grandma's uh, house in the 80s and steal all their furniture? No, I don't no. get it. Mm-mm. Like What's they tried so to do, they tried to to do like mid-century glam from from Miami, and it looks just like a really cheap motel. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like they completely lose it in, in 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 with that set. I mean, and I still like I was saying, I was still waiting to see what Andy Cohen is going to say. Like, oh, we are in the in the what? I don't even remember anything. 
that we have seen that it looks like that, like Giselle House. I don't get it. Like <laughs> <laughs> maybe they used Giselle furniture because goddamn that set was awful. Yeah. No, and allegedly it's inspired in like Miami, whatever vibes. Girl, they only went to South Beach for like two episodes. I Don't do not get that. Of Miami, because you know they will be. <laughs> they, I remember last season they had the Versace house yeah. decor. That yeah. is Miami. This is like a cheap motel in whatever route, whatever Florida yeah. is on. It was, it's embarrassing. It was too bad. I mean, but they're and, saying that they they filmed for a very long time. So yes, it probably. Re- I mean. Let's be honest, Potomac, I'm talking about Bravo Network, uh, because obviously, to me, Miami is taking the prize as the best franchise that we had seen in the past few years. Mm-hmm. The storylines, all the women's are activated. Uh, everybody brings it to the table. We had the Lisa versus Lenny. I mean, it is a show. That yeah. show is giving you everything. It's mm-hmm. giving you even black American Express car being thrown at somebody's oh face. God. It's giving you everything. Wealth, it's giving you beauty, it's giving you great production. But on Bravo Network, Potomac is taking that prize. It's yeah. giving you drama. All the ladies are involved. Yes, there's some petty uh, situation that we would like to address and hopefully it's addressed on the reunion. But, I mean, they are given... And we watch these shows to get something, unlike Salt Lake City, obviously, uh, that we get nothing. Thank you, girl, for giving you nothing. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited for this reunion because I do believe that, um, I mean, based on Candace's tweet that night, she's like, oh, yeah, it's going to be intense. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that is that it was a very intense uh, reunion. I think they're going to, of course, aim for a three-part reunion. And I think it was interesting that um, I think shit. I completely forgot. Wait, who who is next to Andy? I think it's uh, Gis- Giselle and Karen, the ones that are going to be next to Andy. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. So people were a little bit confused about it, but I think we still have a major thing coming between the two of them. Um, so yeah, here I, that's that's what I heard. You know that is going to be a, a, an explosive reunion. You know, and I think someone brought um, also a, a bedazzle. Um, what is the name of this thing? What Kenya brought to the reunion? The Megaphone. Megaphone. Yeah, but that that's my Miami, and I think oh, that, that was Miami. Adri- yeah. Yeah, yeah, Miami. Yeah. I think it's Adriana, the one who brought the, the bedazzle megaphone. Girl. <laughs> And, or uh, or Marisol because she likes to get everything bedazzled like her cockies and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I and, mean, and, but I know you're right. Potomac definitely brought it this season. I think yeah. I was very. I, I remember being a little bit worried after Monique left the show, and last season was kind of like good, but like in the middle. But then this season they were boom. You know, they break they. They bring everything, and I, I'm I really appreciate them for that because we need a good good show in Bravo, like you said, because we have Miami, and that's a whole different uh, ballgame. Yeah, and now let's go to the reunion who has given us something from a franchise that gave us nothing this season. Let's talk about Salt Lake City because um, it's uh it's been it's been a, a a year of of the nonsense with this one how do you feel about the ladies arriving on in a sprinter van uh i mean look what else can you do you know i think they they definitely felt that this reunion was not gonna be enough you know so like you have to do something you have to create a moment although it was a little bit awkward I feel like 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 Andy tried to amp it up at the beginning, but it was like very like oh okay, you know. And I know put some music, do something, but it was very like the car and the girls just going down, and you know, I don't know. I felt that it, it was missing something there. I appreciated the the intention yeah. to give something, <laughs> but like you said, it felt so flat. Though for it, it, it felt like it went for too long. 
Yeah, like, exactly. You know? Yeah. Like, like, like maybe they should have like have the girls arrive and they just come out of the, of the van, but maybe edit it in a way that it didn't feel like we were sitting there looking at this at, at this lady getting out of the van for like a whole so minute. Awkward, you know, like bring us to our team or something, you know, but like something <laughs> that really like make us feel in the moment. But it was very like, okay. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't very okay. I, I don't get it. I mean, it, it definitely encapsulates the feeling of watching the season two because we're waiting for something to happen and yeah. absolutely nothing happened. The, the thing is, like, I'm very surprised, you know, like, I'm very surprised the way they handle Salt Lake City. Um, because so last season. It wasn't bad because even though everything that was happening with Jen Shaw, you know, like and we were involved in that, they still gave all of the other ladies a chance to explore all the other storylines, you know. So we have way more to talk and, 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 and to watch on every episode, you know. And this season, they again, they jump back into all about Jen Shaw just to not give us anything about Jen Shaw at the end, right? So it's yep. like, I don't, I don't understand what, what was the intention behind of this. Now, they're saying like, oh, they cut it short to protect Jen Shaw. Why? Were they threatened to be sued? Were there, were there, there was a legal motive? Because what happened? Like, she, I mean, she's a criminal. She is guilty. So what are you protecting her from? You know, like, it, it didn't kind of like make any sense. And again, you still have another five women in there or like six women with the friends and all of that, that you could have been explore also those other storylines. And this is like nothing, you know, like the, the fact that they haven't even mentioned the witness storyline is just like, Oh, let's talk about Jen, Jen, Jen. And Jen is not even there. I don't know. It's, it's weird. And allegedly, you know, Bravo extended the invitation to Jen to appear on the, on the reunion but based on her legal team she had to turn it down which i think is quite the bullshit because yeah. knowing how thirsty jen sha is she will have been the first one to arrive in that freaking sprinter van oh, and you know that running behind the sprinter van <laughs> <laughs> she will chase she will be yeah. chasing a sprinter van yeah. and, but, no i mean i i just yeah i don't i don't get that i feel that um so with Jen, she pretty much, I mean, you know that she wants to control all the narrative, you know? So I don't know, like, uh, initially I thought a little bit of, of what, what you were thinking, but now with Jen running that, you know, scam of like DearJenShot.com, I was thinking like maybe she didn't want anyone to be asking her any questions, which was going to be impossible Giving the fact that, you know, like, like to that, of course, everyone was going to ask her, like, why you did it? Why did you lie? Why did you do this? You know, uh, and she was just not going to be doing it. So I don't know. I, I mean, I think maybe there was a little bit of both. Maybe she tried to come with some, um, okay, I'm going to go, but you cannot act, ask about this or this or this. And Bravo was like, well, girl, fuck it. You know, like, do you think that maybe? Uh, when Bravo invited her, she already planned not to show up to avoid accountability and she blamed her legal team. So she has like a chance to come back to the show by saying, I didn't go to the reunion, not because I didn't want to, but because I was told not to by my legal team. Because, you know, that rule that, you know, Bravo has that if you don't show up to the reunion, you're, you're a done deal kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's possible. It's just like, I, I don't see us waiting for Jen in six years, you know? No. Like, I feel honestly, like right now is the moment we're speaking about it. Like the news are everywhere. I, I bet that in a couple of years, it's going to be the random girl who was on season three, one and two, three of Real Housewife, you know? So like eventually we're just going to move on. And like in six years, if she's expecting to come back, I mean, first of all, I don't think it's going to be as soon as she goes out of jail. Because Bravo is, I don't think it's going to take that chance just so soon. Let's, I still keep saying this. Jen Shaw is not Teresa Judas. Okay. So it's, it's very different. And um, if, even if there is a possibility of Jen returning somehow in the future, I will say probably in like 10 years, 
you know, that, that, that something like that is going to happen. Bravo Con 2040. No, yeah. When it comes down to the whole Gen Xia situation, especially on this episode, I was um, intrigued by the phone call, but I was not expecting anything out of it. And once again, thank you for giving us nothing. Uh, the phone call is for her to deny whatever Lisa was saying. And I'm just happy, though, that Lisa Barlow was like, I'm not going to hold back anymore and she said like at least i'm not going to jail like with jen Sha on the phone she's like she said, like you are going to jail girl and then she says like i'm not going to jail for life it's like she already sent it for life to jail <laughs> no i'm thinking like i mean honestly if i was jen i'm already going to jail you know i'm already like whatever i will i will be like yeah i said it meredith so what you are a pill popper bye you know <laughs> Just drop the bomb and leave, you know. Just burn the whole house down on your yeah. way out, girl. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been more interesting to watch. Just yeah. seeing Jane Shaw being so pissed that she would burn everybody down to the ground. Yeah. And, but I couldn't even come back from it to like, like renew the show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> My God. I mean, yes, this whole Jen, I mean, I'm so, I'm getting like a little bit exhausted and What honestly kind of like blows my mind is the fact that there are people still somehow defending Jen Shaw. I you know. know. Like like fans and, and well Heather Gay, which is I don't know what she's drinking from Jen, but like it's like she's a slave of Jen. I have no idea. And uh it, I it kind of like blows my mind because this is not okay, let's put it like this. This is not Teresa Judas who you know, was like a money fraud from the IRS or whatever. This is not Erica Jane, who we don't know yet if she knew or not. You know, this is like an actual charge and, and, and sentenced woman who is going to jail for defrauding the elderly of hundreds of thousands of dollars. How are you going to come here and tell me anything about her, you know, or expecting anything? Like, no, like, let her go. <laughs> Just go to jail, girl. Just <laughs> go to jail. We don't care anymore. Go, yeah. go do your time. Uh, Leave us I alone. Like Bethany, I feel like Bethany. Go to jail. You know, just go to jail. <laughs> just go to jail. Just yeah. go to jail, girl. And this this whole new website is so embarrassing. I mm. laughed. I'm like, if anyone, if anyone is dumb enough to give her her real email. <laughs> Like, girl, please, please do not give your email no. because they're going to get all your data and going to sell it to all these people and they're going to get your money too. So please do not give your email. If you I, want I, to I give thought, your... I thought she was not allowed to do that. I thought she was not allowed to touch a computer. Like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's probably going to just uh, take people's emails, keep it in a database and some... Poor intern is gonna be replying to whatever she wants to because I'm pretty sure there's people out there that are so in need of attention and a job that yeah. they will take a job with Jen Shah. Knowingly, mm -hmm. the most likely they're not gonna get paid because she has to pay money to uh, reimburse the the victims that mm -hmm. she stole from. So I don't know, Jen Shah. Jen Shah is as exhausting as Heather Gay's black eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And both of them don't make any sense, you know. <laughs> like, None. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I mean. I mean. You better believe that I did create a fake email because I want to know what she's gonna do with it. <laughs> I, I was like, I'm gonna create a fake email and I'm gonna see what is gonna, if I start receiving, you know, random, <laughs> random messages. messages. Maybe I maybe I'm gonna have to do that. I'm gonna just create some kind of gossipgirl.com email. <laughs> Send me all the deeds, XOXO Gossip Girl. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, no, if she's I'm, asking for credit card information, I'm going to be like, no. <laughs> oh, you know that it's coming. Yeah. You know that it's coming. She might ask you for the email right now, but you know that you have to pay some kind of subscription to something in some uh, kind of form. Mm. And, oh, God. 
people, please be smart enough to not give her your credit card information because you know that you will be in debt in like a week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the black eye with Heather was so confusing because she kept saying during the show that uh, she kind of hinted somebody did it. And now during the reunion, she, she said that she doesn't remember. And then when Andy asked her if she was trying to protect Jen, she said, like, I would rather have Jen punch me in the face than a stranger doing it. I'm like, why are you talking about uh, Heather? So much bullshit on, on everything, you know? Because, look, the whole thing of, like, oh, no, I, I don't want to be blackout, and I don't want the world to know, like, the church, whatever. You're not even Muslim anymore. I know, this Muslim. Yeah, it's a Mormon. Mormon, yeah. You're not even Mormon anymore. Like, who cares if you get – I mean, you are on other, like, seasons going after guys, uh, black guys. You are showing your tits. Like, believe me, getting blackout is, is – It's the less embarrassing thing ever compared to yeah. showing your tits on national TV. Yeah. And 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 uh, humping Jane Shaw and the whole thing, like yeah, I mean, and uh, I just think honestly, well, uh, honestly, I I do believe that it was either. I mean, I don't think it was like a fight, you know. I don't think it was like ah, oh, bitch, you know. Like I think maybe it was accidental. Yeah, um, and and Jane Shaw did it, and I think she was like, well, if we say it was you, it's going to be even worse. So let's just pretend it didn't happen. Or, you know, a lot of people are saying about the, the bad injection. So, or the Barbie kicked Caesar bar- sisters. <laughs> yeah. No, what I'm saying, I, I agree with you. I do believe that you, I mean. What if it was with the, with the foot, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do believe that maybe it was Jen Shah being playful with Heather, being drunk and stupid. And mm. then in the morning they panic because they maybe thought that if they if she said Jen Shah did it, everybody in their mother were gonna say she did it out of violence, mm. and that would may affect her in her um, court case and whatever. But everything that she spoke about it, she always looked at Jen. She looked mm. at Jen like looking for like permission to to speak on it, yeah. or or but. This bizarre energy between the two of them when she was talking about the eye uh, at that table when they were having that Greek dinner was insanity. And also the ever-changing story made it even worse because you start believing that there is more to it than what she's trying to tell us. And even Whitney said it too. She said like, I mean, this is what I believe. Heather agreed that she think it was either Jen being playful or she did it herself. But it, there is more than what she's talking right now, you know? Yeah. And I think it's kind of like, so I think it was whatever, an accident or whatever. But I think she decided to took that moment right there, right? And she says, I'm going to make this into a storyline. If I start saying like, oh, you know what happened, you know this, you know that. And the worst part is like her actions or what she's saying at the reunion that, oh, I black out and all of that. It doesn't even make sense because we know for a fact that the network did an internal investigation with Angie Katzenevas and and Dana and uh, like uh, some of the other ladies and that Jen was going around telling people that Angie was the one who did that to Heather. So they tried to take this as a way to like, oh, let's take these other people down. Because you know that Jen didn't like Angie at all. So she, you know, like it it, it becomes so messy. And you know that that, um, allegedly, so I don't get sued, allegedly Jen Shah has people going out of their way to paint NGK as racist. She's trying to, you know, destroy these ladies. Now she's going after Dana too. You know, mm. she, we saw that finally we saw that scene that we wanted to watch from the beginning. Uh, we saw the full scene and now we know the backstory, you know, that, you know, we know that Angie, I mean, Jen Shah was making fun of the place where she lives. Uh, she also was making fun of her husband's name, who, well, that happens to be a Spanish name. Mm. So, and I do know that you had a 
an exclusive interview with Dana on your mm. on your YouTube channel. So people, if you're listening, go to the real Andy Beverly Hills channel to hear all about that tea with Dana. What did she share with you that you can share with us without giving everything away so people can actually go and watch it on your show, on your on your channel? Um, no, I think like I mean, she definitely gave a lot of the backstory. Um, the thing is, like a lot of her scenes were cut. You know. Yes. So we didn't get to really, I mean, she was a friend of the show, so I know she was not going to be like, you know, in the center of everything, but she had such, I mean, that interview, she, she shows so much of her life that I was like, oh my God, we definitely need to hear more about, about this girl, you know? And she gave a lot of backstory about that specific scene. She, we talk about San Diego, we talk about Heather's, you know, I, and all of that and how, you can tell that she is, she was just fed up with Jen and it was a buildup, you know, from every single time that they went out, there was something happening until, and she wasn't even, she didn't even went to that finale saying like, I'm going to explode and I'm going to, you know, like scream at Jen. She literally came to her and just initially, you know, just told her like, Hey, I want to talk to you. I want to address these things that, uh, that I, I just want you to know, right? And they start talking. And the whole the whole explosion of that specific moment is because Dana told Jen that she needed to be a little bit more accountable and also that why she will behave in a different way when the, her husband is there than when her husband is not there, you know? And then she start kind of like Jen spiraling out of control. And of course, the whole scene was edited. So there is way more fight that we saw you know yes and um i think i think it was very interesting I and mean, it definitely fell into the category of bravo is protecting jen once again you know the fact i think they end up showing that scene at the reunion just because how much we push you know the network to show it because um according to dana also like they didn't want to 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 talk about too many things uh, related to uh, I mean not related to Jen but like certain like very specific things they didn't want to like really go into it and also it, they caught a bunch of things of her at the reunion you know so it's still like a thing of like they are protecting Jen but what are they protecting Jen you know like or uh, are they protecting themselves like again I mean my question is like is there a legal situation going on? This Jensen, a seas on the seas, like what happened there of why? Because it really doesn't make sense that the thing that we all want to watch, you know, all these little scenes that, you know, will create a great season. Bravo, who is number one of taking advantage of everything and everyone is going to be, no, we're going to cut, 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 cut. So, I agree. Yeah. Because like, as you know, like a lot of the scenes that were cut out of the, the show, uh, were on the trailer they were hyping up the season with mm -hmm. so we watched this uh this season expecting of this um explosive conversation about Jen Shah's case and people finally facing Jen Shah and and you know putting her feet on the fire and we don't get any of that and I was like okay and then we do know that the season was cut short too as well um and and maybe that's why I believe that Salt Lake City. Obviously, we know now, but a lot of people was were talking out there that it was gonna get canceled and all this stuff. I was the first one who said, "Ah, uh, no, it's not gonna get canceled. Stop making up stories out of thin air. It's not happening." Mm -hmm. I got sources close to the production of this show that said, "Ah, no, we are actually." getting ready to start filming in a couple of weeks, and that was in December. So as we know, the the, 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 the season for season, I mean, the filming for season four is starting in like three weeks now. Yeah. And Dana I confirmed something that I heard before also, and is that Bravo already cast two new ladies to join the show next season. So the thing is that we actually don't know if Dana, Angie K, and Angie H are going to continue with the show, which honestly, I do feel that Angie K and Dana should continue with the show. 
but they are bringing two new women. I don't remember the other one, but the main one, the, the one that I actually found interesting is this girl who is supposed to be an atropo. So they are, he, they leave a polyamorous uh, relationship, you know, and apparently she was already cast. I don't know if she's going to be a friend. I don't know if she's going to have a snowflake, but uh, yeah. And Dana kind of confirmed it. So look at, look at Bravo pulling all the, being all progressive stuff. Good for Uh, you, Bravo. Good good for for you. you. I, I, I'm a firm believer I mean, I'm not in a throuple by any means. I'm not in an open marriage by any means. But I do believe that each relationship needs to do what it works for them. You oh. know, if if you want to have three people in, in your marriage, do it. If you want to have an open marriage, do it. If you want to have a marriage that you don't do anything at home, but when you are on vacation, you're allowed to do stuff, good for you. But marriage has to do what they need to do to survive. And bringing a throuple to the show, I think, is a good idea. So good for Bravo. I hope it's true. I hope we get this on the show. And um, I really hope that people go to your channel and watch this uh, uh, interview because I love Dana. Dana is one of those people that um, maybe got her scenes cut out of the, 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 the show. But I do believe that she deserved the opportunity to shine. And, yeah. the, and the reunion is showing her potential. Like, the way that she spoke about you know i'm not even talking about the scene with Dan shah in particular but the way that she explained how she felt the way that she, that she explained uh how she needed to defend her husband and the way that she was sitting there and just uh i don't know there, there is something about her presence that to me seems so regal and i want her back so I, i'm yeah. i know a lot of people out there said that she's trying too hard that she practice at home her reads and stuff, and I'm thinking, people, pick your pick your pick your choices. Yeah. I mean, you get mad at housewife because they don't do a damn thing, like Diana Jenkins, who came in the show and did absolutely nothing. She didn't even try to to have a moment. And then we have ladies who are trying to give us a lot and give us a show. And it's their first season. I'm thinking if someone is allowed to be a little bit thirsty, it's people on their first season because that's right. that's you are proving yourself that you are, a, especially a friend of the show, that you potentially could be an actual housewife moving on, you know? And I don't care about being rehearsal. I mean, if it was or not, like, I'm just thinking, like, is what she said was true, you know? So, like, like let her, let her leave. I mean, and we needed someone who was not afraid of going head-to-head with Jen Shaw. With Jen Shaw, mm-hmm. I agree. Especially on this season that we got nothing from the main cast. Mm-hmm. Let's be... We gotta be honest when we watch these shows. This season got interesting, slightly interesting, the moment that the friend of joined the cast, whenever we got introduced to these two ladies, especially these two ladies. NGH, I don't care for. She's giving me as much on the season as much on this reunion right now she's just sitting there agreeing and saying yes to everything she's not giving me anything not even in the moment when lisa barlow told her that your husband was was trolling me on your account she 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 went she went silent she didn't know how to react to it so she's not giving anything she's giving nothing once again so I would rather have housewives that are working hard for their paycheck and for giving them some entertainment value and some drama mm-hmm. than just have people that just like, okay, we are just happy to be here. And I mean, I think also also being very honest, the only reason why Angie H was there is because there was probably no one else and they were like already, <laughs> you know, like filming. And she has been trying so hard so hard to be part of the show, you know? Like, like Meredith said, Meredith said, like, oh, to Angie K, oh, you, you have been trying to be on the show for three years, but we have never heard of Angie K. Angie H, on the other hand, from season one, one. in there, like, please, please cast me. Like, I will do whatever you want. Just please have me there. She's and, been you know. trying so hard to get a snowflake. It's embarrassing. She, she was cut out of last season. She barely made an appearance on this one. And she was only brought to this season because of her husband creating a troll account, which, by the way, it was one of the most embarrassing stories I've ever seen in my life. 
So please stop trying. We don't like you that much. You're not that interesting. Please. I don't know. I didn't know that my husband was doing that. Like bullshit. Like she probably created the account and she don't. She run it. She run the account under her husband's email. That's what happened here. No, I don't like her since I think um, I got. I think it was season two or at the end of season one when we got some tea from. Remember that she came trying to be all like, oh, I love uh, my trans community because we have a trans kid, you know, and all of that. And then we we got this this tea that allegedly, I mean, it's not her kid, it's his kid with, you know, the ex. And also the kid hates her. They don't have any communication at all, you know? So like she using him and his sexuality and like everything that he's going through to do this, you know, to get cast on the show. I found it like, okay, this is just no. Mm-mm. No. When- so w- we have a question here for you, Andy. It's from Aaron. Thank you, Aaron, for joining us tonight. I, I, we love you. Uh, the question is, Andy, when you were interviewing Danny, uh, I mean, Dana, did you like her as much as you did on the show? Amazing interview. Yeah. I mean, the thing with Dana, like I said, like I saw the trailer and I was like, I don't care who this her girl is. I, I, I was instantly drawn to her you know and then we saw her during the you know the show and i like you were saying she you can tell that she was like i am not putting with this bullshit you know and and she was calling out other girls as well you know like the whole thing was like i don't understand why people are so afraid of jen i don't understand why people are saying this you know and she kind of like went with it now and this interview she opened up so much and she shared some very like personal things that really made me understand her a lot more and, and i really really like her and i really appreciate it. and that's why i'm thinking this girl deserves a second chance because she has stories that will help a lot of people out there you know i agree so i i i really um yeah, i really like her and i hope that bravo bring her back and to be honest i I think they would be a big mistake from Bravo to not giving them the chance to come back either as a full time. I I think they should get a snowflake because if they went through the pain of this season and seeing everything that happened and dealing yeah. with this uh reunion that is just you know they're trying to create like a Frankenstein with whatever pieces they can get from the what they were able to air on this season. They deserve the opportunity to shine on their own. I think uh, NGK and Dana have the potential to to be a great housewife as a full-time. And uh, rating-wise, I believe that they are a good option because we are familiar with them already. So mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like we have to get to know somebody new. We we know their faces. We know their their you know uh, their names. They already have a presence on the Bravo universe. So maybe Bravo should cast new friend of to introduce next season so they can evolve into a full-time housewife. I am the kind of person who believes that Salt Lake City is going to be more interesting now that Jen Shah is out of the show. I know I'm in the minority here because a lot of people find Jen Shah good for tv but i don't want more criminals on my screen anymore especially criminals who steal from elderly people so um i'm just looking forward to see a Salt Lake city without her it's like mary cosby don't get me wrong i really like mary cosby i think she's funny um she has a very strange relationship with her husband who happened to also be her grandfather or something so she had a lot of stuff that were interesting but do I think that she is like the kind of the the, the saving grace f- to to revive Salt Lake City? No, I think she had her chance. I think she 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 also run her course, and mm-hmm. we need somebody new to come on the show. Look, uh, everyone's just, replaceable. I keep everybody is replaceable, and we survive. Atlanta without Nini, Beverly Hills without Lisa Vanderpump, Orange County without Vicky Gumbel, so New York without Bethany Frankel, you know. And honestly, um, yeah, she, I mean, why she was good for the show? Because she was loud, because she was, like, confrontational. How many people are like that in the world, you know? Yeah. So, 
maybe find someone like that that is not stealing from the elderly, you know? So. <laughs> right. Well, Aaron has sent us another uh, question. Who out of the cast of Salt Lake City do you think should come back next season? I mean, like, like we were saying, I think like, I mean, the four ladies, we already have some kind of relationship with them. You know, I think that even though Heather Gay, I, it will be interesting to watch a Heather Gay without her god, Jen Shaw, being around to see how she's going to behave. Um, so whatever, you know, I don't I don't really care too much. I mean, of course, I love Lisa Barlow. I'm obsessed with her. So <laughs> she has to come back. I'm with me. I'm interesting to now that she's also on the other side. I want to see. And Meredith, I have. I have a love-hate relationship with Meredith Marks. It's kind of like with Kyle Richards. So it's kind of like I I don't agree with many of the things that she does, but then she do, goes around, you know, supporting the community and supporting the LGBT community and, you know, and doing all, all these, you know, uh, amazing charity things out there that I'm like, okay, maybe you're not such a bad person. Why are you acting this way? So I, I kind of like my mind want to keep her giving her, you know, like... Um, a chance. Know, uh, a chance, yeah. I do think, okay, we have four. I think two more snowflakes for Dana and Angie K. Another snowflake for the Trouble because I want to I want to watch them, you know. And that's, <laughs> that's the perfect number right there. And then maybe one one or maybe two friends, you know, and that's that's it. I agree. I, I, I'm going to say, uh, even though this cast is not, They, you know that they don't like each other that much. Mm -hmm. I do believe that, you know, with the change of dynamics, you know, with me being friend with Lisa, and now we have NGK and Dana, you can tell that they're still hanging out outside the show. Uh, we saw them at an event with Whitney uh, last, no, two nights ago. So they're still hanging out together. They, uh, they went out for uh, uh, Whitney's husband's birthday too. So I appreciate that now because I can see that they're trying to form a friendship outside the mm -hmm. show, which always impacts the show in a positive way. Always. So I want them back. I want these four girls back. I think they're giving us a lot. Um, I also, like you said, Meredith Mark. With Meredith, I it's not like I don't like her. It's just like there's stuff about her, especially with the whole being loyal to Jen Shah to the to like to the end, it kind of annoys the fuck out of me. Like I don't <laughs> like that. Um Heather, on the other hand though, just because she lied about her goddamn black eye, yeah. I would like Bravo to to cut ties with her because it feels like she used domestic violence as a form of storyline knowingly that you, she didn't she doesn't remember or she chose mm -hmm. not to remember uh, and then she tried to sell a book with the whole thing yeah, I mean, it, it, it feels really icky to to even remember and so i would let her go or maybe maybe like um to keep it on the show just Uh, just give her a friend of role for one season and make and make her work her way back up to to yeah. full time. You know, I agree. a I lot agree. a lot of housewives go through that process where they were full times and then they are friend of for like a season or two and they make their way back up or stuff mm -hmm. like that. You know, or 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 their or their screen time is less because they have to pay for the mistake they they made the season before. So, yes. I mean. They freaking put on pause Dorinda for being a drunk mess. Why don't we put Heather Gay on pause for being a goddamn liar? Yeah, I agree. I agree with you like a hundred percent because using something as serious as violence, you know, or domestic violence or physical abuse, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't get it. She should be issuing uh, an apology, an apology. A public apology, you know, she, I mean, saying everything because I mean, She, she basically did the same thing like Jane Shaw. You know, the whole season, she'd say something, say something, say something. And the last minute, she's like, oh, no, the truth is I don't remember anything. Okay? That's right. You know? So, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I agree with you. I'm just, like, the whole Heather thing is, like, I, I have never liked Heather Gay. Never. From the beginning, I, I learned things about her when everyone was like, oh, we stand Heather, you know, and Heather is amazing. And everyone was in love with Heather Gay. I was like, girl, 
wait one or two more years because she is not who she's pretending to be, you know? And uh, honestly, if they fire her, I will be fine with it, you know? But if they bring her back, I will understand because where the group is right now, the two sides, I don't think they're going to leave Meredith by herself, you know? So she's an ally right there to go against Lisa Barlow and Whitney Rose. So I agree. Yeah. Well, so that pretty much covered the whole entire reunion. We talk about the unnecessary black eye and the unnecessary phone call to Jen Shaw. So uh, I want to pivot just before we go, mm-hmm. because uh, I want to ask you, do you watch the finale of Southern Hospitality? Oh, girl. So I, I haven't watched the finale, but I watched the live. <laughs> of these people when they were watching the Watch What Happens Live. Girl, I, I, I'm obsessed with them, honestly. And I haven't been obsessed with a cast in a very long time, you know? Because Vanderpump Rules is my favorite show and it has been my favorite show like forever. And when Bravo tried to duplicate that, it, it, I mean, didn't work, you know? But these people, they are, they are not like Vanderpump Rules at all. But, uh, but you know, it gave the same vibe of, like, friendship and messiness, you know. And I value one thing that the only cast didn't have was that people were not friends. And when there are no friends, there are no connection, there are no chemistry. In yeah. this group, they are friends, which is what Vanderpump Rules had. And that's why it worked, because it was a group of friends who got messy and incestuous and the whole thing, you know. But uh, and, and they have and, and that's the part that I really appreciate about Southern Hospitality. Now, what Grace did on What Happens Live, I was like, oh no, she didn't. You know, like calling Mia all of the things that she called her, girl. I mean, I have to applaud Mia because I will have been dragging a bitch side to side. You know, <laughs> I, I wouldn't care about Andy Cohen. I wouldn't be like, you know. And then, I mean, I don't know if you saw the live, but like TJ destroy grace you know know. that life and i was like oh you have to you have to love a rock a rookie reality star that doesn't know that everything is gonna go out there you know because i was like oh my god the things that they were saying and and, and, vanity oh my god was so good but yeah i love it i love 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 southern hospitality me too. I'm obsessed with all of them. Not just because they are obviously Bravo-less, but because they are working hard for the, for to get a season two. Yeah. They really are enjoying the uh, the process of growing as reality TV stars. They were not reality TV stars from the beginning. They were mm-hmm. not TV people. This is literally their first time mm-hmm. doing television and being involved in this type of setting so like you said there were so many i don't want to call it mistakes because (laughs) that's not a mistake that is part of being on the public eye you know we put everything out there it's like that's we live for uh social media like we were talking before i learned about social media from gossip girl the original gossip girl Uh that's how i learned to appreciate social media so watching this younger generation i feel so old now uh Mm. but now watching them you know uh putting everything out there everything about the life out there uh that life i was watching it and and i always joined the live to say hello because we we kind of like message uh on dms and stuff like that so watching them react to grace's uh watching what happened live appearance my jaw was to the floor but at the same time, I was I was watching. It was like this is going to make them stars because yeah. Bravo love all that messiness. Yeah, this is this this is what Bravo lived for. So <laughs> I'm here for season two. I'm hoping and praying that they get it because they do deserve it. Actually, because I'm a messy messy bitch, I went ahead and looked for the ratings for the Watch What Happened live appearance. Just uh-huh. to make sure that people did appreciate them outside the show and wanted to get to know them, because that's a good way to know if people are interested in a, in, in in a guest for that show. Mm-hmm. They were one of the highest ratings 
appearances for the past like two weeks. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they deserve it. They, they 100% deserve it. I mean, I think they, they did a great job. Like you said, um, they're going to be bringing, you can, you can feel, it's just, I, I don't know, I don't know how to put it in words, but it's that vibe that you say, like, they have what it takes to be successful, you know? Yes. Like, if they keep doing this, I was, I, of course, I was waiting for a reunion. I don't think we're going to get a reunion, but I was like, oh, my God, because I love reunions. I think that's the perfect, like, conclusion to everything. And imagine a reunion after what she said on Watch What Happens Live, girl. Like, <laughs> that would have been epic, you know? But, um I don't think we're going to get one. And I get so mad when we don't get reunions. And like, if they act that way on live on Instagram, can you imagine how they will drag each other on a freaking reunion stage? TJ Bravo, was, give us a reunion. Bravo, give us a uh, reunion. TJ was unhinged. Like, he was like, he didn't care about anything. When he starts saying all of those things. So when he says, uh, what live, where is, where is it? I don't know if you have it, but I do have what part of the live on my Instagram. So you can go and check it out. I, and I put it uh, part of it. Well, the, the good part when TJ <laughs> exposed the, the explosive one. I yeah. honestly, the only reason why I didn't record the live and anything, I didn't post it. I was, I was actually even doubting posting what Grace said about Mia on my on my Instagram because I appreciate them, all of them. I just say, I, like, I appreciate all of them and I didn't want to use any of this information uh, on Facebook, I mean, on social media because I was afraid that somehow it was going to affect, you know, their process of getting a season two. I, I was just overthinking it too much. I'm also going... Oh, I'm like going I'm this going is what next... going to build. This is what's going yeah. to build up, you know, a, a, another feud. Now we know oh, yeah. right now who don't like who, you know? Because this was filmed, what, like months ago, right? Yeah. So Good now this is, this is like right now happening right now. So we know how we're going to be moving into next season. And yeah. I, I did what you did uh, with, with, with the looks. I, was, I remember because I was driving when they were going live. And I literally had to stop because something I usually don't don't record the lives, but something inside of me said, like, this is messy. Record this because something is going to happen. TJ was not even talking. I, I, I record not the whole thing, but like a good 20 minutes. And then out of nowhere was when TJ just came and was like, no, ping, 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 you know, and she and he exposed everything. And I was like, oh, wow, damn, this is going to get good, you know, and, and I. It, it, I do have, I mean, me personally, you know, I'm, I like 99% of them and I, I am ready to take sides. You know, I am ready to take sides. And <laughs> yeah. You're ready to get messy. You're ready yeah. to get messy. Yeah. yeah, no, I love, I mean, look, I like every single one of them, but I cannot stand Grace. I'm sorry. <laughs> I cannot stand Grace. It's just too much, too much. And I get it. I get the insecurity. I like. I understand her as a person or what she's trying to put out there, you know. And uh, and, and the whole like, it, I'm so insecure, you know. And I have to fight of my life to love and accept myself and blah blah blah. So I understand all those those things. That doesn't mean that you are not an annoying person, you know. She is an annoying person, you know. And I and and what she did on on what happens live, I think. I mean. Wow, it was it was it was too far. Like a I, lot. I, it was a lot, you know. Not so, even Andy was ready. Not even opinion, you know? <laughs> Yeah, not even Andy was ready for all that. Like oh, you can no. see, Andy was trying to move on, and she was going at it. And, wow. and Andy's yeah. like, "Okay, how can I change the conversation?" And then he tries to change the conversation by saying, yeah. "I guess you guys are not going out together tonight." And Grace doubled down by saying, "No, we're not, because we even avoid her last night too." Like almost like, "Oh my gosh, Grace, please stop talking, please." But I mean, we all know that this is what creates moments yeah. that Bravo can capitalize from, yeah, and and allow the show to evolve into another season. They're if gonna we want bring her next season, of course. After yeah. this, you know, like I think she also. I uh, this is the thing with the people that knows how to do reality TV uh, and create this moment. They are not stupid, so she also yeah. knows what she's doing. You know, yeah. 
so she, she was just waiting. She was just waiting for the moment because the whole entire episode was kind of hunky dory. Everybody was laughing and having a good time, and suddenly, out of nowhere, you know, she was asked about the the friend that she called a slot and whatever. Yeah. Uh, and she went and she went for it, and then she went after Mia for a very long time. He was at one point, I was like, Okay, I think we had gone for too long about this whole situation. Yeah, Can we just yeah. change the vibe? But Her I mean, face, Mia's face, I was like, Oh god, this girl is going to explode. I, I mean. Know. You can tell she was trying to hold it together, like in her eyes. Either, I mean, her eyes got watery. I was like, she either gonna cry or she's gonna explode and start yelling uh, at Grace because something here doesn't feel right. And you know when something is in the moment when it's not planned or was not expected. And I'm a hundred percent sure that what Grace did, Mia was not expecting that to happen on national TV. Yeah, for sure. That's. I think Leva did a great job. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, I'm 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 in awe of this show. I was not expecting it, especially after the candy thing that was so bad, and uh, I, there was another show that was also really bad. I don't remember, but uh, uh, I, I was like, oh, okay, they're gonna try to recreate Vanderpump Rules. Let's see, you know, like I was very that was my mindset, and I know, and I keep because I keep reading those comments, you know, like, oh, this is Vanderpump Rules. Oh, this is, they're just trying too much to be like Vanderpump Rules. And after watching the show, now I'm the one who's telling everyone, you have to go and watch Southern's Hospitality. That's because, right. yes, they, they, they a little bit of the formula is there, but it's nothing like Vanderpump Rules, you know? It's, it's very different, and this is a very unique set of character, you know? And... There are people that don't like Leva and they don't want to watch it because of Leva. Believe me, Leva is the least involved in this show. You know, like we watch it because of the other people. That's um, right. So, you know, I'm just go watch it. Go watch Southern Hospitality, everyone. Well, guys, that was our Friday Kiki for the week. And as you can see, we had a lot to talk about. But yeah. now it's time for us to wrap it up by Andy. Please tell me and tell everybody where where we can find you. And also remember that he has an exclusive interview with Dana from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So go ahead and let them know where you are, buddy. Yeah, all right, guys. So if you want to, you can find me here on YouTube as The Real Andy of Beverly Hills. I talk all about Bravo literally every single day. So you are always going to be... You're never going to be thirsty. That's for sure, you know? And also, you can find me all across the social media world, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere as RealAndyBH. That's right. And, okay, you guys, as you can, as you always know, I always tell you, please, if you like this podcast, uh, rate the podcast. We live through ratings. Also, uh, subscribe to it. Uh, go to Martini with Eddie on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok. And obviously, if you are enjoying all the tea, click subscribe. Subscribe to the pod. We will have more tea, more kiki, more shay, and more fun in more upcoming episodes. Uh, guys, have a great weekend. And I, I, I always say, bye, besties. Bye.